If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. Three stories today in this revolting roundup. First up is a piece published at BloombergLaw.com. The largest professional research ethics organization has pulled its annual conference out of Salt Lake City because of Utah's trigger law to outlaw most abortions and the state's ban on transgender women from participating in women's sports. Elisa A. Hurley, Executive Director of Public Responsibility in Medicine and Research, called the laws discriminatory and antithetical to her organization's values. Quote, These laws deny access to essential health care for people who can become pregnant and deny transgender women and girls the opportunity to participate in sports aligned with their gender identity, Hurley wrote in a letter distributed Tuesday. Utah State Legislature passed its trigger law in 2020 to ban most abortions. It took effect after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Another state law that went into effect earlier this month is Utah's HB 11. Prohibits transgender women and girls from participating in interscholastic girls and women's sports. Prem and R's in-person conference was scheduled for November 14 to 18 in Salt Lake City. Hurley said it's been rescheduled to a virtual platform December 12 to 15. Prim and R is committed to choosing conference locations where we are confident the health, safety, personal autonomy, and basic human rights of all individuals attending our meeting, staff members, vendors, collaborators, and other constituents are protected, Hurley said. Anna Lawfridge Spokesperson for the Utah Office of Tourism said in an email the state office is dedicated to elevating the visitor and community experience in Utah through responsible tourism stewardship. Salt Lake-based radio station KSL reported last year that pandemic-related cancellations have been a huge blow to the city's bottom line, with the city's convention center losing about $360 million in revenue over a year due to canceled events. Quote, we remain committed to that goal and believe that travel has the power to inform, inspire, and unite. We hope to have the opportunity to welcome Prim and R's annual conference to Utah in the future, Lawfridge said. Prior to the pandemic, Prim and R's annual conference, Advancing Ethical Research, typically drew several thousand attendees, usually in November. The conference usually rotates among the East Coast, West Coast, and the Midwest, although Prim and R moved the conference to a virtual platform over the last two years. Quote, While we were looking forward to connecting with our community in person after two years of meeting only virtually, it is not possible to relocate this year's meeting, Hurley said. She said the group would have to reserve meeting space in hotel rooms two to five years in advance for a conference of that size. Next up is a piece published at chicago.suntimes.com. This piece is written by Jordan Perkins. Activists gathered at the James R. Thompson Center on Tuesday, calling on Governor J.B. Pritzker to shut down the last five Illinois Youth Center facilities. Members of the Final Five campaign also want the governor to halt plans to build a sixth juvenile justice center. That one is slated for Lincoln, where the former Lincoln Developmental Center stood before it was closed in 2002. 
Quote, I live on the south side of Chicago, and we need a lot of things like new books and a community youth center, said Kyla Livis, a member of the group, one of about two dozen chanting protesters who gathered Tuesday afternoon. Building a new jail does not stop the violence. It just leaves a negative impact on the youth, especially black and brown youth. The Final Five campaign was founded in August 2020 with the goal of shutting down the remaining five Illinois Department of Juvenile Justice Youth Centers in Chicago, Harrisburg, Pere Marquette, St. Charles, and Warrenville. Nicole Negret, one of the group's founders, said the facilities harm Illinois youth and are not effective in addressing their needs or the needs of the communities those youth come from. The new Lincoln facility announced in February 2021 as part of what the Pritzker administration calls its, quote, 21st century Illinois transformational model to reform the state's juvenile system and place a greater emphasis on restorative justice. Quote, the Lincoln Development Center needs to be bulldozed, not rebuilt, student activist Gabriel Perez said. It's time for Pritzker to deliver on his promises and put an end to the harmful practices of youth incarceration in Illinois. News of plans to rebuild in Lincoln upset student activist Destiny Miranda, who said she believes the state's budget priorities are not in the proper order. Quote, I don't want my friends and family members to be affected by the same prison system that's been going on for years, the 17-year-old said. The budget could be changed to do so much more for the community. And finally for this episode, a piece written by Sarah Barnes, published at mymodernmet.com. On Sunday, July 24, incoming medical students at the University of Michigan Medical School recited oaths and received their white coats. Then dozens of them abruptly walked out. The reason for this sudden departure was the keynote speaker, Dr. Kristen Collier. The Michigan faculty member and primary care physician has been vocal about her anti-abortion views. The walkout was in protest of those views in light of Roe v. Wade being overturned. In a viral video shared by Brendan Scorpio, a swath of incoming medical students rise from their seats right before Collier begins speaking. As she is wishing the crowd a good afternoon, the group of students walks with their backs towards the stage and out of the auditorium. Scorpio guessed at about 70 of the 170 students left early, in addition to friends and family. Quote, we saw an opportunity to utilize our position as future physicians to advocate for and stand in solidarity with individuals whose rights to bodily autonomy and medical care are endangered, the organizers of the walkout remarked. We hope to empower others, especially health professionals, and encourage them to find and use their voices. Collier has made her anti-abortion views known on Twitter and in the media. Prior to the ceremony, students called on the school to choose another keynote speaker and presented a signed petition from current and incoming students, physicians, as well as alumni. The petition included data from a poll that found that 91.7% were against Collier as a keynote speaker. A group of students also, quote, made personal requests to Collier to step down to no avail. Quote, an anti-choice speaker as a representative of the University of Michigan undermines the university's position on abortion and supports the non-universal, theology-rooted platform to restrict abortion access, the petition states. This is not simply a disagreement on personal opinion. 
Through our demand, we are standing up in solidarity against groups who are trying to take away human rights and restrict medical care. In order to, quote, do no harm, we must be unambiguous and consistent in our commitment to all aspects of human rights. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at People Revolting. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening. sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it.